Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Hurricane Hotline on the home of the U. AM 560 and FM 96.5 HD2 WQAM. Driven by Williamson Cadillac. For value, style, and performance, visit Miami's premier luxury dealership. Click WilliamsonCadillac.com now. Here's Don Bailey Jr. and the voice of the Hurricanes, Joe Zagacki. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. Joe Zagacki, Don Bailey Jr., Dan Day is our producer tonight, and we're all together. We have a little uh, maintenance going on, so we're all together in the same studio. I haven't done something like this in uh, 25 years. How you doing, Don Bailey? I'm great, Joe. Which means nothing to anybody that's listening, because they hear our voices coming through the radio and uh, perhaps like a... A safe cracker, you might have to adjust your dial just a little bit to the left or right. But we are here. Uh, Dan is standing right next to me, pushing all the buttons. It's 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 hysterical, actually. It's quite comical. Uh, we'll be here until but 8 it's o'clock. it's getting done, Joe. It is getting it's done. It's getting done. Just like recruiting yeah. got done today. That's right. Recru- <laughs> Oops, I just knocked him. <laughs> uh, recruiting got done today. We're going to go over that. Uh, Dan Radakovich is going to be with us. Uh, Mario Cristobal. We taped an interview with Mario. And if all goes well, we'll download the interview. And uh, plus, plus we have uh, Jim Laranega, and we also have with us <laughs> Katie Meyer coming up on the show tonight. What a great group, right? It's outstanding. As, as always. The boss is standing right behind you. Is she? Yes. Hi. <laughs> uh, let's jump into recruiting for a moment. Uh, the University of Miami today, I think they did, uh, considering... Huh. I think they did pretty well, and uh, one of the kind of kind of worked backwards. Go ahead, Nigelic Nigelic Kelly from Dillard, great pass rusher, uh, one of the best players in Broward County, maybe the best player in Broward County. Uh, great edge player, uh, creates conflict for the quarterback with sacks and pressures and strip sacks and all that. Uh, he. Committed to the University of Miami today. So I think one of the things that you're going to see here that Coach Cristobal is going to attack in recruiting. Uh, obviously, he wants to keep the best in Dade and Broward and Palm Beach and the in the state of Miami home, and he did that. He he did it with a linebacker out of Central, mm-hmm. and he did it with Kelly and in Broward County, two marquee local pieces that are going to fit into this defense. And I think that's that's the whole thing that is being stri- that they're going to strive for is making sure that the local kids stay home 
if they can help. And both of those young men will help immediately. I've had the chance to see them, um, you know, on video and watch them play, and they've both got high energy. And the Kelly guy, you know, Joe, you throw out those numbers. That's a today number. Uh, we've seen, you know, if you go back uh, to Phillips, when he came in from UCLA, he looked one way. When he left as a first-round draft pick, he looked another way. And I, and I think that both uh, the linebacker from Central and then Kelly, I think both of those guys – this is they're they're going to blossom into something that's an impre- impressive physically. I think they're getting a bump with Mario Cristobal. If you talk to uh, the recruiting world, mm-hmm. there is this new lease on life for the University of Miami. There's a, a groundswell of energy. There are a lot of people in Dayton Broward County that uh, not only fans but well, I'm going to call them the recruiting world that want to see Miami be great again. And this is the first step toward that. Uh, I think Coach Cristobal is looking for the right fits and the right players. But there is a lot of excitement revolving around what he is going to be able to do between today and February. We still have a long way to go now. So when you think about it, in, in reality, this, is, this should be the most difficult period of recruiting that Coach Cristobal ever has. I think you'll see, and you see the class that came in, and to me, you know, the number one thing that has, has hurt Miami over the the last 20 years or 18, 20 years has been the fact that they haven't been able to build up a quarterback room. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joe Curry Brown out of Georgia, the big dual threat guy. 6'4", 210. Yeah, and, and you know, I remember talking to Rhett Lashley about him extensively, and he said, Don, he says, you know, the, the, the guy can can move to different levels. He, he has got a monster arm. There's not any throw he can't make. He does a great job with running the football as well, and he just needs to get coached up to play the college game. But but we love him. And I know, you know, you, you spend a lot of time talking about it. He's a 6'4 guy. So is he Tyler Van Dyke? size you know I mean he's a big body at that position that's that's very very athletic and you you now have three quarterbacks and three quarterbacks two you and I know can play right this one played well in high school he'll get here and we'll see that he can play if that room gets stable Joe which it is it's stable now but it became even more stable then that's going to heal a lot of problems. Yeah, because if your quarterbacks are good, then you go from there, it spreads out to every other position. Now, Jakari Brown, uh, one of the other things I liked about him, when I went into the office yesterday to talk uh, about the recruits, and everybody said, uh, great leader, has the it factor, dual threat. Go back to the first thing, great leader. First guy to sign today? Him. Him. But look what he signed with. So think of the. I mean, and I'm with you on this. This to me says it all. Coaching change. Loss of a relationship with the coordinator, Rhett Lashley, who went to another program as a head coach, right? He goes there. You have a coaching change, a loss of a coordinator. You have no coordinator today. You don't know who your coordinator is going to be for your time here. This guy is a true cane. He wants to be at Miami. He wants to play at the University of Miami. 
and nothing swayed him. He has never been swayed through his entire recruitment, and you have to credit Coach Cristobal for closing the deal, not losing him, and then them feeling so strongly, meaning Kelly feeling so strongly, he and his family, about the University of Miami brand and program that he comes here. I think that that right there, he you know, he, he's the guy that put put the stake in the ground and says, we're going to be Hurricanes, and he, did, he had a lot to do with holding this class together. Okay, I'll whip through some of these guys. Okay. Uh, so Isaiah Horton is a wide receiver, 6'3", 190, big kid, good size, played both sides of the ball. Always training, always trying to get better. Uh, they li- really like him because uh, not a great catch radius, but also one of those players that when practice is over, he's on the jugs gun. And and so they're looking for a, a Mike Harley, a bigger version of Mike Harley type replacement. I don't think that he's got that speed that that Harley has, but he's the work ethic that came with it, and that was something that has materialized in that room. And you got to give Coach Lykins some credit for that too, because he worked those guys and and the leadership that came in with Rambo and Harley and how they stayed after practice and they were determined to have that room become an asset, not a deficit. Uh, they have um, we went uh, Wesley Besaint Besaint from Central looks like a University of Miami linebacker six two two oh five two ten want to stay home wants to recruit other local athletes to play for the University of Miami very physical Chris uh, Graves four star player one hundred and seventy pounds maybe a little bit underrated. Uh, Bishop Vero, Miami has uh, Malik Curtis from Bishop Vero. Uh, that's a good high school for for high school football. But he's football. speed, Joe. He, he's he, a good speed. He's got good speed. He's got good range. And I think uh, you and I have talked about it for the last few years. You know, and we it really hit home when Miami played Alabama this year. And you got to study the roster. And when you're going down the three deep, everybody's the same size. So you saw today. Uh, what I picked up on on these guys in the secondary is they're, they're bigger versions of what are on the roster right now. You're looking at corners and that are 6'1 and 6'2, and you've got uh, uh, Markeith Williams, who's a 6'3 safety, so they're taking a, a step up in size right there, and they're just trying to fit a, a size category at, at each position, and I think that that was something that Coach Cristobal – uh, it was d- driven home to him during his time at Alabama. Kamari Rogers came from Mississippi, was the number one ranked player in the state of Mississippi for a long time. Yeah, he was. And that's, you know, you go into a Southeastern Conference uh, backyard and you pull him out, that's a steal. I, I really believe that because he's a guy that, again, size, speed, combination, but ha- played at a very good high school got a lot of good reps, and was surrounded by great football growing up. So he under, they understand what it takes to play the game in that state. Uh, Markeith Williams. we got another Williams at safety. Four-star player from the middle of the state from Orlando. Uh, another guy that's considered a ball hawk, but uh, more – uh, more depth in the secondary. And and it's needed. Uh, we lost a bunch of guys this year in the secondary, and you, Williams is is a 6'3 safety, um, improved 
a lot his senior year. Was a three-star guy early on, graduated up to four stars. And I think it's important to note that Miami made headway in that Orlando area. That's normally a University of Florida, Florida State area. But again, now we're starting to see that line being driven from Orlando South as the state of Miami. And Williams will be a big part of that. Uh, went into Georgia, got a defensive back out of Georgia as well. And, you know, Georgia plays great high school football. A lot of uh, recruiting battles are in the state of Georgia. So Miami got a defensive back from Georgia. So that helps out a lot. Don, I saw this. Since 2016, Alabama has signed more five stars than Miami, Florida, and FSU combined. That's I, I we figured that more out. More five this. stars from the state of Florida, right? That, well, basically, what we talked about this season is that the University of Alabama has put the state of Texas and the state of Florida almost out of the national championship business mm-hmm. since that timeline. If you look at that, that and I think that's when was the last time Florida State won the national championship? Was it? Well, it was 2013 or 14. 14. So, you know, after that, after that was the last national championship come from the state of Florida, Alabama has been coming in here and doing uh, a phenomenal job of taking the five star talent. That's the elite talent. And we, I, I think the number was 17 players from the state of Florida on the Alabama roster this last season and 15 from the state of Texas. It used to be Alabama would get two. And Miami, Florida, and Florida State would divide 15. So, you know, that's the battle for the big three in the state of Florida is to, is to lock down those five stars that can hit, that win championships. Because now, again, what happened, Joe? Heisman Trophy back-to-back at Alabama. And you're going to have, uh, would they have five All-Americans this year? Let me put recruiting day, though, into perspective. So that's one, Alabama. Georgia is about ready to close in on their sixth straight top three recruiting class. Six in a row, top three. What they have to show for it so far is one conference championship. Mm-hmm. Now, story to be continued on New Year's Eve. Well, that it is, but the the chapter that we just saw yeah. <laughs> with Alabama and Georgia, I mean, that's one heck of a yeah. football game, but, you know, that and that's a program. That's a program that I, if you would get somebody to tell you the truth there, uh, with the amount of money that they spent in the last six years, coming into the fact that they that they Kirby took over a program that averaged winning ten football games a year for thirteen or fourteen years, however long Coach Rick was there, and they basically after five years they had exactly the same record is Mark correct? And after doing everything that they've done and, and the ex- monies that they've spent, and like you said, we're still waiting to see what happens here in year six. Okay, let me talk to you for a moment. It's the holidays. Let me talk to you about Williamson Cadillac and Williamson Buick GMC. I was down there the other day, saw Ed Williamson. If you haven't seen some of the new GMCs at Williamson, here's a taste of what you are missing. You can choose from the GMC Yukon, put a big bow on it, It has been coined as the boldest, most impressive Yukon ever, or the GMC Sierra, which has made top-level engineering capability the new rule. Then there's the 2022 GMC Canyon with its powerful and innovative features that are engineered 
and built for all your adventures to come. Don't miss out any longer. Visit their state-of-the-art facility, easy to find at US 1 and 104th Street, just south of the Palmetto Expressway, or online at WilliamsonAutomotiveGroup.com. Williamson Buick GMC, your premier luxury dealership. Williamson is Miami. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 96.5 96.5 HD2 WQAM, driven by Williamson Cadillac. For value, style, and performance, visit Miami's premier luxury dealership. Click WilliamsonCadillac.com now. Here's Don Bailey Jr. and the voice of the Hurricanes, Joe Zagacki. Okay, welcome back to the show. Delighted that you are with us. Joe Zagacki, Don Bailey Jr. Today was or is National Signing Day for college football, high school Seniors pledging their allegiance to where they are going to play their college football, at least for a year anyway. Some then will jump into the transfer portal. For the University of Miami, they hope they signed up, uh, I think it's nine or ten really good players. And we sat down with Hurricanes head coach Mario Cristobal, and we lead off the conversation by talking about his enthusiasm toward this year's class. Well, you know, we, we had targeted some guys that we knew could be game changers for us, guys that could come in and make an impact right away. Um, and it just so happens they're very familiar with the guys on our roster as well. You know, and we went local and we went a little bit afar as well. Um, but overall, guys that are really, um, they're, they're hard-nosed, tough, physical football players with tremendous ability and, and an incredible work ethic. And it's what we're looking for, right? We want guys that can do it but that are willing to put in the work 
to attain a certain level of success. So yeah, it's been a really good day so far. I don't, uh, this day is gonna extend for another couple days and a couple of weeks and into February as we continue to identify and assess areas that we need to address. But all in all, um, especially just, you know, with more news a couple of minutes ago, it just, it's getting better and better. Yeah, this is, this is just the beginning. You're just getting started. And there is a lot of enthusiasm out there about wanting to make Miami great again. And uh, you're a part of that. Dan Radikovich, new athletic director, part of that. Between the two of you, national champions, national championship vision as well for all these young players coming in or for guys looking at this program. No doubt. And, and honestly, credit to anyone and everyone that has ever put on a Hurricane uniform as a player or a coach because anyone that has has a hand in this right and everyone has had a hand in making Miami what it is and I think what well, we all know when Miami is on there's nothing like Miami and it the momentum is starting to gain more and more traction it's starting to get stronger and we expect this thing to not only spill in a signing day now and in February but immediately roll over to the class of 2023 our offseason workouts it's just the energy the juice behind this is strong mm -hmm. and we want to make it stronger and better we just want to keep going i'm honored honored to be here honored to be uh, able to serve with uh, with our staff in the best way possible credit to the staff that had already had some of these recruiting pieces in place because that's certainly a big part of it as well and um, these guys just talking to them and their mm -hmm. family they can't wait to get here they got a taste of it. They came back and got another taste of it. You know, with that rule to be able to visit again if there's a, a head coaching change. These guys are, are not only elite players, they're elite human beings. And that's what it takes to build a great locker room. You have a, a quarterback that's here, a quarterback room that, that looks good. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke, ACC Rookie of the Year, getting lots of national headlines. Uh, that's a place right there where you start building assets around him, right? Without a doubt. If, if you have a quarterback that can you feel can win a championship that could just be a game changer um, and a quarterback room that has game changers in it. I think it's important to recognize that. Uh, you surround them with the right pieces. There are some pieces that are in place and some other ones uh, and some other areas where we got to bolster up a little bit, but uh, it, it always still starts with the trenches, the guys up front, yeah. right? You got to make sure that you can knock them back on offense and you can protect the passer. And you got to make sure that you can you know, create issues for offenses with your front seven on defense. So, but again, when that quarterback is what it needs to be, he makes everybody better. And the better the cast is, the better the team is. All that galvanizes, you know, an mm -hmm. entire program. And I feel like we, uh, we're gonna head in that direction very quickly. Coach, I found it interesting while we're on quarterback that one of the first commitments, if not the first commitment uh, today, was a quarterback who said, I'm still going to Miami. I know they've got a couple of great ones there, but I also want to be a leader. I want to be a part of that, and I want to lead uh, by example. So he signs up right away. Jacurry is something else now. I mean, he you're looking at a guy that's threw for 1,500 yards, ran for 1,000. I think he had a total of 30 touchdowns, mm -hmm. plays for as tough and as physical as and demanding as a high school program as you can imagine over there in Lowndes. And, um, you know, being around him in the short amount of time I've had around him, there's no question about it. The guy's a winner. I mean, every, every bone in his body is about competing and winning. And that's always been the magic to Miami recruiting and being successful. Certain guys stare at competition right in the eyes and they either shy away from it or they come right at it. They run to the fight. And he's a guy that runs to the fight.
I know that you're going to work uh, uh, the local area hard. And you had some success here uh, in the early signing period. Uh, Wesley Besaint comes from Central High School. He looks like what a University of Miami linebacker is supposed to look like. And then you got a pass rusher from Dillard. Uh, Jalik Kelly comes in, a guy who's a relentless pass rusher. So you get two of the top players in each county. Well, what can you say about Wesley? He, he's coached by Roland Smith, right? And <laughs> old teammates. So, you know, I, and look, I chased Roland when he used to pick us off when I was at Columbus and try to chase him down the field. He used to score touchdowns. So um, I, you knew the day he became a coach that he was going to implement his physicality, his demeanor, his entire just beliefs in coaching a certain way over there. Um, at Miami Central and so you know Wesley is just recently crowned the defensive player mm -hmm. of the year the highest rated guy to sign today out of Dade County uh, of any team and you're looking at a, a fast rangy instinctive physical hard-working leader that he just he doesn't have a governor he just goes mm -hmm. I mean he just goes and he's a game changer you know at a position that we really really need guys coming and help us Nigel Lee Kelly is as good as a pass rusher as you'll find in the entire country i mean we were on the other side of the country chasing you know wesley didn't give us the time of day over there you know <laughs> but, but actually gave us a little bit of time and so we we got to know him a little bit and uh fast physical big this is not a 225 pound edge guy this is a 255 pound edge guy that can play the run um that can set edges on third down has an unbelievable um variety of moves uh, great with his hands explosive long arms bull rush both these guys are, are complete game changers and they're joined by six other guys that we feel just as strongly as well now you know those guys that come from uh Dane and Brower that we are familiar with the one thing that always stood out to me about those players is the march through the the season that they have to they're playing great competition every single game you're playing if you're at Dillard you're playing St. Thomas you're at Central, you're playing Northwestern and Carroll City and New Orleans and so on. Uh, these guys go at it every single week. And they're playing year-round, right. right? They've got their seven-on-seven -seven tournaments. They've got camps. They always find a way to pair up and go against each other. I mean, it truly is an iron sharpens iron mentality down here in South Florida. And those guys benefit tremendously from that. So when they get to college, it's not that big of an adjustment. They've, they've gone against the best. They are not phased by that. They look at it right in the eye and they go. So... Having guys like that to be able to come in and not be faced with some of the environments that we got to walk into on Saturday and play at, it's a tremendous bonus. Plus, you're also able to expand a little bit. There are great players everywhere. You know, being out of Oregon, the University of Miami goes to Mississippi. You get a defensive back who was the number one player in the state of Mississippi for a while. You get a, uh, a wide receiver who's big and strong from Tennessee, who's got a great work ethic, is always staying after practice, catching passes. So uh, you go outside of the state and reel in a couple of really good players. Without a doubt. I mean, Kamari is, is about as agile, athletic as a DB as you'll find. Mm -hmm. And a guy that, I mean, he just, he has so much value on, on not only on defense, but on special teams, uh, elite ball skills, change of direction. He can drop his hips. Willing tackler will stick his face in there against those big offensive tackles and tight ends trying to knock him out of the box, you know, so... Here's a guy that instantly allows you to plug him in in some of our nickel and dime packages as he learns the system, but we expect him to, again, be an excellent football player over here. And 
And then Isaiah, I mean, you saw him probably walking around the building. And he don't look like a wide receiver. <laughs> you know, he looks like he plays outside linebacker, defensive end, big, physical, and fast, can really stretch the field. Uh, he breaks those cushions. He gets behind guys. He drops his hips. He comes out of those breaks, catches the ball with his hands really well. Does a great job on the contested catches. Mm-hmm. Uses that body, puts it on people, but still, again, cuts the flight path of the ball with his range, with his length. So you're looking at guys that, um, again, they, they were so decorated in high school for a reason. Mm-hmm. They performed. Right. And then you watch them in the offseason and their habits as we, you know, we're always monitoring these guys, see what they're all about. Relentless workers, and that is critical. That is a critical piece as we go forward and rebuild. And you stayed strong in the secondary. Bishop Vero over in Fort Myers, that's a heck of a high school. Malik Curtis on the roster now is from there. So Graves comes in, go up to Orlando. We had another Williams uh, in the secondary. So we have three guys named Williams and at safety. And then he went out of the state again to get a, another defensive back from, from uh, Georgia, which is uh, – you know, Florida, Georgia are always battling for players. No doubt about it. And I've got so many statistics on these. I don't know where to start. <laughs> you know, I really don't. These guys, they're hard to keep track of because they keep bouncing on to each side of the ball. Right. And, you know, you start with a guy like Graves. I mean, just could just as easily, you know, play, play on it. There's no doubt about it. But he's a defensive back for right. us. Obviously, he's a corner for us. But, again, all these guys have similar traits. They have length. Okay. They can drop their hips. Great speed. Natural one-on-one coverability because – you know, nowadays, when you're watching film, you got to get enough video evidence to see guys playing a man. To be able to play a man coverage is essential, right? Any defense when you're bringing pressure. And um, a guy like, like Graves is just, he allows you to do that against bigger bodies. You know, he's not just relegated, you know, to going against smaller receivers because he's long, he's rangy, he's strong. Heavy-handed, light feet. That's mm-hmm. a great combination. Uh, Marquise Williams out there, you know, playing again for another former Kane and Kennard Lang and another physical safety right yeah another guy that could run the alley i mean knock back the run play those perimeter bubbles and whatnot uh, a guy that can set edges when they bring him on pressure a guy that can also play coverage really really well you see him and his man-to-man ability and just very unique to be that size have that kind of length and still be able to stay with man-to-man coverage on some of these smaller slots Jim right. harris is another one one of the better players in the atlanta area mm-hmm. And you almost feel like you're like I'm being redundant with the traits that we're talking about, but that's what we're looking for in the secondary. You know, nowadays the passing games have completely changed the way football has to be defended. Um, with the advent of the RPO, that there's a lot on the plate of the safety, the linebackers, right? They both get put in and run past compromising yeah. positions, and so these guys have to be able to do a lot. And, and there's another example right there. With Jaden, a guy that, you know, he, he played a couple different spots. He was a soccer player, yeah. you know. So uh, different kind of ball skills, right? But those feet, the way he's in and out of breaks, right? The way he's able to come to balance, right? All these guys have the ability to accelerate and decelerate at a really high level, right? Really just excellent athletic ability. But it's combined with instinctive movements, you know, which are, are, are very difficult to acquire, when they're that young so but these guys have it Jaden's another great addition uh to this core of players and, and again just you know how signing day is man it's yeah. it's it's the future it's exciting it's not over um we're still going to be mining and we feel uh we feel really good about um our prospects with some guys going forward um i've never ever that's not, i don't want to say never ever but i've never had to use a transfer portal much when i say i, I say we like we as an organization um, 
you know, there's going to be some things that we address in there if the, the fit is right. But, you know, it's there for a reason. And um, just looking forward to continue building this class. I feel like, uh, and we'll wrap this up in a second, I feel like um, recruiting recruits through your draft choices and the transfer portal becomes the free agents. <laughs> that, that's a good way of looking at it. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different ways to build your roster. And it's always been traditionally through the high school recruiting process. Well, I remember when I first started coaching as a GA, I remember the coaches used to tell me, there is no consolation prize for second place in recruiting. Now there is. Yeah. Now there is because a guy that maybe didn't come to your school the first go around remembers that that was a spot that he really liked and can come to you on that second go around. But there, there are prospects in Canada, overseas, the junior colleges. Uh, there are a lot of different avenues. Heck, we, we have found great uh, football players playing rugby mm-hmm. overseas that have never played the game of football, end up being great players. So. All in all, just uh, always just finding ways to put it together. And there are a lot of different ways to put it together. By the way, you look good in the green and orange again. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What's it, what has it been like for you? I know it's been a short amount of time, but to be able to now go out and sell and talk about your enthusiasm and your love for the University of Miami. Well, there, there's nothing like it, and and I, you know, I made it clearly how difficult it is to move, you mm-hmm. know, especially when you're were treated so well like I was. But there's there's nothing there's nothing like having the opportunity, the blessing, the honor, and the privilege to coach at your alma mater. Because when you put on that helmet, when you go, and not just through the smoke, when you go through those practices on Green Street practice field, when you sit in the locker room and you understand that the magic to this whole thing, it, it wasn't the grass or the facilities or not it was the people it was the blood the sweat the tears the sacrifice the time committed the work that went that people talk about working hard i don't think i don't think many can fathom the work that has gone into what miami and what miami did in those those great years and um there's a lot that we're looking forward to to implementing to make sure that we continue to work our way and take the steps to become an elite football program and uh, not skipping steps not tweeting not proclaiming not into that stuff we got to work and we got to work hard and we have lots of work to do but i've met with about 40 guys so far one-on-one spent several several uh minutes with them and just kind of picking away at their minds get to know them them get to know me so there's a clear understanding that we truly are all in this for the right reasons and that we all came to Miami for a reason. And like Coach Johnson used to say, remember, he used to look at us and point, he used to remember, we are Miami. Okay, that's got to mean something. Cristobal joining us on the show, we are Miami. I like that. Don't you? <laughs> sure I do. <laughs> and we are Miami. Yeah. And he, he is Miami. Coach Cristobal is Miami. Yeah. So this gives them a, a good foundation now. Between now and February, more work to be done. And I would say you got to and, – and he knows. He wants to get the trenches shored up, right? And in particular – how do I say this the right way? You know, you got to have a front seven, right? Because if you don't have a great front seven, you start robbing from Peter to pay Paul. That's true. Right. You know, you got to move your assets around. When you've got a great front seven, you've got balance. Your your sheet is balanced. When you don't, then you got to do things that leave you in a precarious spot someplace on the field. So, 
if we go through history all of the success of Miami, always when Miami was great or at, at their best, they had defensive linemen. They had all Americans at defensive tackle. They had all conference guys that were at defensive tackle and defensive end. And they had linebackers that, that made a difference, a front seven, as, as you're talking about, that front seven. And that's something that he certainly understands. Coach Cristobal understands that because when you play on the offensive line, you know what gives you trouble. You know what gives an offense trouble. And, you know, the, the corners are great. They're, you need those guys. And, but I, I'm a believer – you know, first of all, you got to have the quarterback. Period. That's that's no ifs, ands, or buts. But you've got to have that defensive front, Joe. That is that that gets push and can't be moved and cre- and creates impossible circumstances for the offense. And what I mean by that is that if you've got defense alignment that require, two, if you have two defense alignment that require double teams, the game's over with. You just start outnumbering people because you, you can't right. you can't block them. And when you don't, you need to pull from someplace and else. And it exposes right. just what you said. I mean, when you have to be when you have to be tricky on defense, it's going to be tricky for you as well. You're trying to trick the offense. It's going to be tricky for your defense to to, to, to cover the right people. We have Dan Radakovich coming up here momentarily. So a quick sneak peek on Washington State. That is the bowl game opponent. Uh, speaking of the Miami defensive line, some young players probably will get an opportunity on the defensive line to play in that game, and they're going to see two large human beings on the Washington State Ooh. offensive line, six, six, seven, seven, yeah, six, six, seven, seven or six, eight. Yeah, uh, right guard and right tackle. I think it is six, seven, six, eight, three hundred plus pounds. Uh, so while Washington State is known for throwing the football. They've got an offensive line made up of a couple of monsters. They're uh, I'm watching them. Those guys cast shadows. <laughs> that's how. That's how big. But I'll tell you what else. Their Very veteran team. Front, their yeah. defensive front moves around those. The two tackles they got, a couple of defensive ends, and uh, they are. They're a good football team. I mean, just well, they went seven and five. They had the disruption in their season was. Their coach and other coaches did not take the vaccine, and they lost their jobs. Period. So that was a bit of a disruption. They did lose to Oregon a couple of weeks ago. I am sure that Miami can look at that tape. Uh, but the sneak peek of Washington State would be big offensive line, relied on their running backs. One of them is R.J. McIntosh's mm-hmm. brother, Dion, for the last three or four weeks of the season. Good yardage guy. Good yardage. Yard, both yeah. of them, both running backs. Uh, good slot receivers. Very very veteran defense, all redshirt juniors and seniors with a couple of really good playmakers at linebacker and one playmaker at defensive back who is going to go to the NFL. Right. And the, but I think he's going to play in this game. And, Joe, their quarterback does a nice job of running the offense, doesn't put the ball in harm's way, has an understanding of what he's supposed to do, but more importantly, I think he understands what he can't do. And that's why I think he's been successful this year. Okay, when we come back, we'll hear from uh, Dan Radakovich. That's coming up next right here on the Hurricane Hotline. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, 
the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now back to Hurricane Hotline on the home of the U. AM 560 and FM 96.5 HD2 WQAM. Driven by Williamson Cadillac. For value, style, and performance, visit Miami's premier luxury dealership. Click WilliamsonCadillac.com now. Here's Don Bailey Jr. and the voice of the Hurricanes, Joe Zagacki. All right, we are delighted here on the Hurricane Hotline to have with us the new Vice President and Athletic Director of University of Miami Athletics, Dan Radikovich and Joe Zagacki, Don Bailey Jr. And Dan, it is so great to see you. Welcome back to the University of Miami. Joe. Don, thank you so much. It's it's just a pleasure to be here. I mean, we've gotten to be able to see each other along the the since I was here along the way with ACC games and things with the Hurricanes and some of the places I've been. It's it's always been a, a part of my heart. Um, you know, with that diploma hanging up there in, in my office, but to have the opportunity to come back and come back at a time like this where, you know, Coach Cristobal is starting, there's some renewed energy within the university to be able to say, hey, we want to make the university athletic program as successful as other parts of the institution. So that's the clear charge uh, and just excited to be able to have an opportunity to do that. Dan, the, the impact the University of Miami will have on the nation when it's right, whether on this football field when Miami's playing at its best, it, it garners the most attention out of anybody in the country. It really does. The, the brand, you know, before brand was a cool thing to be able to say, the University of Miami had done that already um, back in the 80s and into the 90s and even into the early 2000s. Uh, and that's something that kind of set the course for a lot of other schools to be able to try to do and replicate those sorts of things. So, so now we're in, a, we're in a circumstance where we have to be able to try to do that again. And through whatever means necessary through creative opportunities um, within our social media world, through great um, name, image, and likeness opportunities for, for players. I mean, my goodness, we're in an incredible city, and those things are, are certainly all around us. Um, so I think that there's, th- this is a special spot, and Don, you said it well, when, it, when it's right, it's spectacular. And Dan, you have such a great background from the time you left here. Sam Jankovic would be really proud, right, because you had different stops and went to uh, Long Beach State and South Carolina, LSU, Georgia Tech, Clemson, from all those places. No, no, I don't think, no, you, uh, you had great stops. What, what, what do you bring with all that experience? Uh, probably a little bit of, uh, of something from each spot, right? Well, absolutely. You try to get the best from each one of those areas. And along the way, you just learn, um, you know, that there, there are many different ways of getting things right. But probably job one, coming into a new place, whether it was my time to be a first-time athletic director at Georgia Tech or when I went to Clemson, you've really got to begin to understand the, the uh, culture of the campus. That's crucial uh, because they're your biggest partner. 
uh, and your fan base and the people who are involved uh, at the university, you've got to be able to understand that because every place is a little different. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to getting to know the student athletes, the coaches, the, the staff that's here, uh, but also the people who are in charge of the, of the university and see how we can do the things we need to do to help uh, make them successful as well. Dan, I think you bring so much value because you have spent so much time, at least, especially the last number of years, in the ACC. I mean, you understand how to navigate that. You understand the importance of this conference. Where do you see the ACC going from this point forward with all the things that are going on? Well, a lot of changes within the ACC. Uh, you know, the very good friend of mine, Tony Elliott, just being named the head coach at, at Virginia. So happy for Tony and his family. He's going to do great things there. Um, certainly Clemson has been the gold standard and everybody trying to chase um, that program. But, you know, the University of Pittsburgh had a great year. Uh, Wake Forest and Coach Clawson, who's just, you know, one of the best gentlemen in this, in this business, uh, they're, they're doing some really good things there. Uh, North Carolina, it's, it's North Carolina and North Carolina State, really good programs. Uh, so we have to be able to do, and of course, our, our friends up the uh, other part of the state, uh, you know, Florida State, I mean, they they're, have a new leader as well within their athletic program. It's a good time of change, and with uh, Jim Phillips as the, as the new commissioner, I think Jim brings a lot of enthusiasm. But we've got things that we need to work on a, as a league, and I think Jim's laser focused on that. But on each, on each campus, we just need to be able to do what we can to help our signature program, which is football, be the best it can be. Because we, we, don't, we don't need the ACC to take a back seat to anyone. When you, uh, when you and Mario get a chance to sit down and chart the course, what are some of the things that you'll be looking forward to in terms of working with him on uh, when, you, when things start up again in January? You know, I think that athletic administrators, you know, wherever they are, they have a they have a certain role, and that role is to create the resources to allow their student athletes and coaches to be successful. So I need to understand what where, where Mario's uh, what's his list. What what are the things that are most important to him? And then we just need to be able to sit down and we can say yes to maybe this part of the list, uh, maybe a not yet. On, on some of these and, and kind of start defining uh, time time schedules for those uh, but it's you know it each one of our programs um, has has great leadership and we just need to sit down administratively to see how we can help them be the best that they can be it was brought up in your press conference about softball women's softball <laughs> we went from we went from football softball so there's a lot of a lot of sports in between and the value that they bring to all the student athletes and the University of well I know is very important it is, and I, and I will tell you that softball was uh, one of the first things people asked me at, at, when I was at Clemson, and it, you know Miami dis didn't disappoint. It came out here in the press conference. Uh, it's a wonderful sport. Uh, there's a lot of young women here in the South Florida area who participate. Um, so I think the opportunity to, if that's a road that we travel, um, the ability to be successful in that uh, I think will be um, will be soon. Uh, so it's about you know getting the right leadership, and I was lucky enough at at, uh, at Clemson to hire a, a, a really great coach, and uh, you know that's that helped 
set the standard there. But um, having you know, women's sports are very, very important because we all have to adhere to, to Title IX. And we don't, we don't add women's sports just to adhere to Title IX. We add women's sports to make sure that these young women have great opportunities to not only get an education but compete at the highest level. And in a lot of those sports, the ACC is, uh, is at the highest level. And you understand as well as anybody, ACC basketball, how important basketball is to this conference, but also you understand the value of University of Miami baseball in this town. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, Miami for so many years was the, you know, they were the flag bearer. Uh, and, and the ACC's number of championships in baseball skyrocketed when uh, Miami joined the league. So, yeah, baseball is very important. Um, it's something that I know that uh, we still have great, you know, youth baseball and high school baseball in this area, and I'm looking forward to working with Gino and and seeing how we could make sure that uh, we continue to have that great legacy. College baseball continues to change. It's not the same that it was, you know. 20 or 25 years ago because uh, a lot more programs have invested in in college baseball it used to be in the in when I went to school here how about that when I went to school here um, you know they would play 60 or 70 games and everybody would come there they didn't play a road game until like April and that would be or, or yeah or and they would just you know run up the road to uh, uh, to Florida and play but baseball's changed, and we have to continue to do the things, the resource it the right way so it continues to be successful. Speaking of change, one of the biggest things in, in all of college football is name, image, and likeness. How, do you, how have you seen that affect the game so far, and how do you stay ahead of it or, e or even just try and stay even with it? Well, I think that that's, that's something that, you know, I think Miami has a, has a great opportunity to be successful in. I mean, we've got to be able to do it through the laws of the state of Florida as they currently exist and, and whatever is there from the NCAA. That's, that's really important. Uh, but I think there are a lot of creative ways to go about doing that and allowing our student-athletes to capitalize on their brand. Uh, you know, students, uh, non-athletes have been able to do it forever, and now the student-athletes have an opportunity to do it. Uh, so we, we just have to be cognizant of that, do it the best way we can, take a lot of input from uh, people within the organization and in the community as to how that all should work, uh, and, and look forward to working with that and, and seeing where that challenge takes us. There's been a lot of talk about uh, a football stadium closer to campus for the University of Miami. You had a great answer on that the other day, following it to its end. We'll see where it goes, right? But the immediate thing is football at Hard Rock Stadium. And when you talk about seven events at Hard Rock Stadium, making those special, uh, that's probably the immediate project. Well, it is, and, and I, I don't know the length because I haven't been here long enough, but I'm pretty sure there's a contract with, with Hard Rock Stadium, and contracts are important. Um, so, no, we do have to do the things that, are, uh, that allow those seven Saturdays to be really good. And as I said earlier, you really can't market your way into a full stadium. You've got to have a compelling product and, and opponents coming in that people want to see. So uh, I know that uh, Coach Cristobal will take care of at least half of that. <laughs> Your first 30 days, what, what, what's on the agenda other than finding a home and getting all squared yeah, away? Yeah, that, that'll, be, that, that'll be important. Um, you know, a lot of listening. You know, today's the day that I'm talking, okay, to both you guys, the media, et cetera. Um, but come early January when I get here, I'm going to flip the script a little bit and just listen. 
Um, because as I said earlier, every place has a culture. And if you're going to move the paradigm, you've got to understand the culture. So that's, that's the first 30, 60, 90 days, whatever the latest business book is saying, how much time you have. I know this. Uh, when I was at Clemson for basketball games, I'd slip into that Ipte room off to the right of Little John, and you'd be in the middle holding court, and I don't think anybody carries a room better than you. Well, thank you, Joe. I really appreciate it. Just, you know, wonderful nine years um, there. It was spectacular, um, but this challenge was, was right. The timing was right, and I just so look forward to it. Great to see you. Congratulations. Welcome back. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Don. All right, Dan Radikovich, uh, I think I've known Dan for 39 years. Yeah, he was, uh, I met him right when Co- – he was the last year of Coach Schnellenberger. Yeah. He came in in 82, 83. Right. So, great background. Uh, you know, he was able to get some great experience oh, uh, when he was young, younger, as a, you know, an administrator. A couple guys took him under right. their wing, right? Right. Yeah. And then – uh, two great SEC schools, South Carolina, LSU. Won a championship. Uh, I think, you know, I meant to ask him this yesterday. I think Skip Bertman, well, Skip Bertman was at LSU. At, Skip may have been the base. I mean, I know he's the baseball coach. He might have been the athletic director. I don't remember. Uh, that's a good question. So that would be another question. discussion. But he, but he did win a national championship at LSU. Uh, at LSU coach with Saban Jimbo, with um, Nick Saban. Yeah. And South Carolina, they won a couple of baseball championships. Oh, yeah. uh, Georgia Tech, I would see them all the time before basketball or football. Clemson, as I mentioned, their uh, fundraising group is called Ipte. They call it they have the Ipte Room. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell an Ipte is, but at any rate, he was great in the room. Oh, yeah. And he's going to do marvelous here. Uh, and he's going to have he's lined up with Mario Cristobal. And if you're a mom or dad out there and you're wondering about you know the commitment. You've got a guy that's won national championships as an as an administrator, yeah. and a guy that's won national championships places. right uh, as a head coach. So multiple, in multiple places. places, right? So, I mean, they they have the title game figured out, both of them. And Dan also was on the college football playoff committee, the first one, I the believe. F- was he not a member of the first group? Um, well, it might have been. I can't remember. I mean. But he was on the college, so he knows all the ins and outs on scheduling, what they look for, how you try to protect yourself, like don't play a Friday night game on the road somewhere. Uh, Clemson got suckered into that one and never again. But um, Or Thursday night game somewhere and, and get an ambush. So, you know, Joe, one thing that I think we can't overlook is that he has been in this conference, the ACC, at two different institutions. Right. And – he gets it, and he doesn't have to go build or rebuild relationships. And like you say all the time, that the conference has got to take care of Miami. Well, he knows who to pick up the phone and call. That's correct. We're very and fortunate the conference to have knows them. that Miami has to be great. Yes. In the so I'm very optimistic that Miami's going to be great because they got some muscle now. No, they that well and and experience and experience. All right, enjoy your trip to New York. Uh, thank you very much. I'll uh be and remember quick, quick up your, the, your wife texted me today. Yeah. Don't I forget. I, I, <laughs> she said it takes a village <laughs> for you. It takes more it takes a state. When we come back, Jim Larinega joins us next on the hotline. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 